Welcome to Godcast, where we talk all things Bible, Jesus, and God. I'm Josh, and this is James. Boy. And welcome to Godcast. On this episode of the podcast, I will be giving a message. So uh, just uh, be prepared for that. Uh, if you haven't already, please uh, share the podcast with your friends, family, and loved ones. Uh, get the get the podcast out there to, to anyone that, that the Spirit may be uh, telling you to share it with. Um, uh, we also have a Godcast community page on Facebook. Um, it is getting a little bit more, a uh, little bit more uh, people posting in there, which is always nice to see. Uh, a lot more people interacting as a community, so that is. That is always a blessing to see, so just keep that up, guys. But, uh, before, before we get into this message, it is, uh, it is, uh, currently New Year's Eve, um, and so the message will also be centered towards that. God has given me a, uh, a message to give to you guys, um, because it is, well, one, it's my week to do it, and God gave it to me, so, so yeah, so, if we could, uh, turn to Philippians chapter 3, Scripture says, in Philippians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14, it says, Brethren, I count not myself to be apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let's pray. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I, I come to you today just grateful and thankful for the opportunity to just to just, uh, to just be here, Lord. And, and Lord, I just ask that you just use me, Lord. Use me as a as a vessel, Lord, to, to, to be spoken through, Lord. That your words can flow through me, Lord, and, and, and help the, those that hear it, Lord. That, that advance them in their Christian walk somehow. Lord, I just ask that... That you just you just bless me, Lord, and just allow me to 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 to, to submit unto you, Lord, that that only your words be spoken out of my mouth, Lord, and I just ask this all in Jesus' name, Amen. So we look at the, uh, the passage of the of the verse that read. It says, "But this one thing I do, forgetting those things." which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. 43% of all people Whenever it comes to making New Year's resolutions, right? People want to start off the New Year good and uh, successful. Uh, people people want to have a good year, and people want to start it off good. You know the and and that I, and I think 
that's important to to set goals to set goals but the problem is is the the statistic that I pulled off offline is a uh, 43% of all people expect they expect before February to fail and almost one-fourth of people fail within their first week only 9% of people go all the way through the year of, of people that that and New Year's resolution in in America is very very known very very uh, it's very common and so that's kind of scary that we have a bunch of people that it's nine percent of people that make New Year's resolutions can't follow the goal seems like people have a hard time setting goals and carrying out the goals but why see Paul writing to the church of the Philippines the Philippi says I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ so what's Paul doing what's Paul saying to do and the, what, what, what does the Bible tell us? It says to press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Then, before that, it says forgetting those things which are behind. See, we, we should forget that we're not good at setting goals. And we should, we should change. The problem is, with setting goals, we ask ourselves why? Lack of motivation, lack of heart, lack of thought, time or effort? Or, a simple answer, it could just be a lack of God. A lack of God in your thinking and in your motivation, a lack of God in your determination. A lack of God in the goal itself. A lack of God even in your goal. How many of us asked God, what do I want to do? What what goal do I want to set this year? God will tell you. He will let you know. God should be our resolution. And he is mine this year. God, God is going to be my resolution. I am going to seek the things of God. But here are here are four points of seeking God. What what God has what God has given me to share to you but also what he has given me to follow this year to to better my Christian walk. Because if I better my Christian walk, I'm bettering my life whether things are falling down or not. And point number one is keeping God's commandments. In John chapter 14, verse 15, Jesus says, If ye love me, keep my commandments. It's a very short verse. But Jesus says, If ye love me, if I... 
if I love God, if I love Christ, if I love His Holy Spirit, then I will keep His commandments at all times with every situation. Not whenever I want to keep God's commandments, not whenever it's most convenient for me, but at all times. The Bible doesn't tell us, Jesus doesn't tell us, if you love me, keep my commandments sometimes. Christ says, if ye love me, keep my commandments. Keeping God's commandments. Living the way God wants me to live. Not in the way that I want myself to live. Not in the selfish way that, that myself wants, that the flesh wants. But at all times, seeking God and His commandments. Following them. And that's important. That's important to, to seek God's moral law. His law. It's important. It's, it's, it's a part of our base of what we need to be following. So my first resolution for this year is keeping God's commandments. The second point, we're going to be in, in Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. The second point is trusting in the Lord. In Proverbs chapter 3, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5, it says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. So what does the Bible tell us in Proverbs? It, it tells us, it tells us to trust. My second resolution is to trust in God in all situations, leaning not on what I can see and what I can think of using the brain that God has given me, not leaning on my own understanding, but, but leaning on, on God, someone that we can't fully wrap our heads around. He knows better than us, so I'm going to trust in him. What am I going to trust in the Lord with with all my decisions with all my decisions that I make why because all my decisions that I am making should be God's decision in the end it shouldn't be what I want to do it should I shouldn't even be calling it my decision I'm I'm under God a servant to God listening and obeying to God I'm, I'm not telling God what I'm doing. God is telling me what I'm doing. Now you might, you might say, well, well that, that's, just, that's just not nice of God. Well, God, God looks for the best intentions of our spiritual walk. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't look for the worst intentions of our spiritual walk. Yeah, we're going to go through hard times. No, our life might, might not always be easy. But that's the trust thing. That's the faith in the Lord. I'm supposed to have faith. Even though, even though I'm still in the world, I'm not bound to the world. And we know that being in the world, the world is bad. 
The world is not good. The world is full of sin, evil, and hate that we brought into the world. And we're going to still pay for that world that we, that we have destroyed by our own sin, our own desires, our own lusts. Our, our desire to move away from God, our creator. So I'm going to trust in the Lord. What else am I going to trust in the Lord? With my life. With my life. I'm going to trust that God is going to remain faithful to me. And, and, even, and even, if, even if I'm falling apart this year, the next year, even if I'm... If, even if... It's not looking good for me. I'm still going to trust the Lord with my life. I'm going to trust. I'm going to trust that God is going to remain faithful to me. Even though I might not make it out of this world alive. Here. I'll be in a new place with God in heaven. So I trust the Lord with my life. I gave him my life. There was a process that, 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 a small process that happened. When, when I gave God my life, whenever I, I swore that God was going to be my savior, that God was going to have my life, there's a trust there now. There's a trust. There's a trust that, that won't be unbroken unless I walk away. God's not going to leave me or forsake me. Now, some people might take that out of context, but that's, but, but God will never leave me spiritually. He might let bad things happen to me to teach, to teach me, to, to allow me to, to be tested in my faith. I, I might not make it out of this world, but, but as, but as I said, but as I said, I still trust the Lord with my life. What else do I trust the Lord with? To get me through. I trust the Lord to get me through all situations. But if I don't get through all situations, I still trust in the Lord. I'm not promised to get through everything. And there are going to be bumps in my road. But I have a God who is faithful. So with a God that is faithful, a God that is faithful, I must be trusting. Trusting. Trust is the, one of the most important things in our Christian walk. Because with trust, there becomes faith. Because you're faithful that God's going to do something. You trust that God's going to do something. And with, with faith and trust, there comes patience. I know that, I know that God is going to, to deliver me. It's just when. Is it in this life or is it in my heavenly life? I don't know. He will deliver me though. Third point is being sober-minded. In 1 Peter chapter 4, Verse 7, it says, But the end of all things is at hand. Be ye therefore sober, and watch unto prayer. This scripture is telling us, But the end 
So there's going to be an end of all things, of everything here. Is at hand. It's close. The destination is close. Be ye therefore, so be sober and watch unto prayer. Watchful and and be in prayer. Being sober-minded. What does that mean? Not not being not being blinded by sin. I'm gonna being sober. I'm not going to to seek the things of the world. I'm not going to be blinded by the world. I'm going to seek the things of God. Staying focused on what is just, what is right, and what my God stands for. Not what I stand for. Not what self stands for, but what God stands for. Staying focused in my Christian walk. We're not supposed to, to, to be out be out doing other things. We're not supposed to take up the things of the world. We're supposed to take the things of God. And we're supposed to be focused. The Bible tells us that. Why? Because end times are coming and souls are going to need saved. If we're not focused, who's going to be? We're the saints. We're the saints of God. Staying focused. It might not want, it might not be what we want to do, but it, it's gonna it's gonna be what we have to do. Why? Because the Bible tells us so. The end of the world, the end of the end of our world here. Then we get to the eternal world, which is either heaven or hell, and there are souls to be saved. Why is it important to stay focused? Because the things, the, the uh, but the end of all things is at hand. Why is that important to stay focused? To be sober and watch? Because we're not supposed to be blinded. If we're not, if we're not being watchful, and and we're not being sober, and we're not being sober, then what are the saints going to do? What is, how is, how is, how is God going to use his saints if his saints aren't listening? We see this with Israel all the time. God's chosen people. We see it with Israel all the time through the Bible. God uses, God uses someone from Israel. God uses his people. His people turn away. God's will is going to still be done. He'll use a Gentile. He'll use somebody that's not a Jew. Right? But we see that when God's people, us, the Christian, turn away, he's going to use somebody else. God's will is still going to be done. We're a part of that plan. So stay focused. Not being blinded. Not being taken up to sinful desires and lust that, that the self would want. That I killed, right? We killed through Christ. We, we killed that old man. He's gone. He's gone. Not being blinded. Not having the blinders on. We're supposed to see what we're doing. We're supposed to seek the Lord. How can I seek the Lord if I'm not looking for the Lord? In fact, I'm pushing him out. How? 
You can't. You gotta be seeking the Lord. You, you can't seek the Lord in the world. That's not how that works. Seeking the world and seeking the Lord, that the Bible, the Bible says you either serve man or God. You serve self or God. You don't serve two gods. Why? Because the Bible tells us that they will not coexist. They won't. And again, having self-control. Not not being able to be to be taken from worldly desires. Because I'm strong in my faith. I am grounded and I'm looking at the things of God all the time. Being sober-minded. I'm able to walk through the through the sin that I used to that I used to do and I don't even look at, at it. I'm able to just walk through it. I don't need that. I need God. That stuff ain't gonna save me. God is gonna save me. And God did save me. He did deliver me. And he's gonna get me one day. That's the thing that we're missing. That's the thing that we're missing is having God in our plans, having God at the forefront of our minds and our walk, our physical and spiritual mental walk. God should be at the forefront. Because if he's not, then we're going to fall. We're going to stumble. We're going to we're going to fail. We are going to fail. Make, some people don't fail in this world. Some people, some people look at success as how much money they get. But in, 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 at the end, at the end of this world, if I haven't, if I'm not seeking God, and if I'm not, if I'm not looking for the things of heaven, then I'm a failure. Then I failed. Why? Because if I'm not looking for God in all situations, if I'm not looking for God in all situations and not looking for God in my life, in fact, rejecting God, then it's an eternal damnation. Going to hell. It's not something to be proud of. It's not, it's not something that a society looks at as something good. It's something terrible, wicked. Having self-control. And the last point, the last point for, uh, for the message would be, if I turn to it, <clears throat> in Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 and 2. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your afflictions on the thing on the things above, not on the things on the earth. Why? Why should the Christian, if I am risen with Christ, why should I seek? Why should I look for? And why should I go towards the things which are above? That Christ 
sitteth on the right hand of God. Why should why should I why should I do that? Because that's the whole process of being risen with Christ. That's the whole process. If I'm a Christian, if I am if I have given my life to Christ and I have and I have risen if if ye the or if ye then be risen with Christ if ye then be risen I have I have been risen I have been changed I have repented of my sins that means turning away that means turning away then then I set my goal I seek the things which are above where Christ sits may I add See, if I've given my life to Christ, I'm no longer seeking the world. That's the very thing that I ran away from. Why would I seek it? That would be silly. That would be really silly. That that doesn't even make sense. Why would I look for the very thing that I ran away in fear of towards a forgiving God, towards a righteous God that is going to defeat that sin? It it So seeking the Lord, looking for the Lord in all things. In Romans 8:28, it, it tells us, it tells us that, that everything, good and bad, is used, is used for his people. Paraphrasing that, but that's what the scripture says. Looking for the Lord. What does that mean? Looking for the good. Because the Lord is good, right, and just. He stands on what he says. He cannot lie, nor sin. I look for the Lord. I seek the Lord. See, I don't just look. I don't just look. I don't just look. I seek. Set your affliction on the things above, not on things on earth. Too too many times in in our Christian walk, and, and I hope that we don't start off the year this way. I hope we don't start off the year this way. But too many times in our Christian walk, we want to seek the things of the Lord. We want to. We want to. We start off, we're like, I'm going to make this goal, I'm going to make this goal, and I'm going to make this goal. But we think that that goal is something God wants you to do right now. I never never talked to God about this. Did I get God's approval? No, I just assumed that God, that's what he wanted me to do. You can't just assume that because you think it's good and that you think it's the right time to do it, you can't just assume that that's the time the Lord wants you to do it. Because it's all done in the Lord's time. God, God, do you? Now, now I'm not talking about sinful ways. I'm not saying that God's okay with sinful ways because he's not. And, and God says repent now. But I'm talking about God. Do I seek this this year? Is this going to glorify you? 
we got to be asking ourselves these questions. And not ourselves, but asking God. You know, look, asking God, is this the right thing to do? Asking God, what would you rather do in this situation? What do you want me to do? Seeking the Lord at all times. Not when it's convenient for me. I don't seek the Lord just to get things out of it. That's not how the relationship with God works. The relationship with God, seeking the Lord at all times. At all times. Verse 2, set your afflictions on the things above, not on things on the earth. Seeking the Lord at all times. And seeking the things of heaven. In conclusion, to wrap up this message, keeping God's commandments, what He tells me to do, trusting in the Lord, being sober-minded, and seeking the Lord. These are the things which I feel it's God is telling me to do this year and sharing them with you in a message. And I, I challenge every single one of you to make your last New Year's resolution to be about God. I don't need a new year to be different. I don't, this is, this, this is just a yearly earth rotation. This means almost nothing to me other than age. This means almost nothing to me. This, it, it doesn't matter. You don't need a New Year's resolution to get to get better with God. God's time is is now. If you want to get better, ask the Lord. You think you think uh you think King you think King Saul asked God or do you think he just sat there and was like I'm going to wait for God to to give me all this wisdom? Do you think that he just sat there and was like, I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to wait. And Solomon, King Solomon, just sat there and was like, I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to wait. And maybe the Lord will give me all this wisdom. No, he asked the Lord and it was in the Lord's will. So in conclusion, seek the things of the Lord. Be sober-minded Trust in the Lord and keep God's commandments. Let's pray out. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I come to you today just grateful and thankful for the opportunity to just, to just gather here and, 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 and you just... You just speak right through me, Lord. I just and I just ask, Lord, that you just continue to, to bless the podcast, Lord. Just allow it to to grow uh, how you want it to, not how we would want it to, but how you want it to. And Lord, I'm just grateful and thankful for the for for every opportunity you give us to to talk about you, Lord, or or that or for and for every message that you give us, Lord. Lord, I just ask that you just keep us safe until the next appointed time, Lord. And I just ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen.